It is Wednesday, my dudes. We are live. Welcome back to the Wednesday Pull List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. What's up, Simon? Hey, I'm here. And we are your friendly neighborhood geeks slash nerds slash guys that used to get swirlies in elementary school. And we are here to talk about comic books. Well, we talk about all kinds of you know geek culture, but predominantly comic books. So that's what we're here for. And if you're into that, you're in the right place. Yeah. So, I was too fat for swirlies. Nobody could pick me up. <laughs> and I didn't get picked on because I went to a predominantly white elementary school and I was a black kid. So they automatically just thought that I could play basketball. <laughs> and, uh, I was cool. So they were wrong. <laughs> uh, What's been going on with you, man? Uh, it's been a long time. And I, I have to admit that I have a little bit of stage fright. It's been a long time. Like uh, Timbaland said, shouldn't have left you. <laughs> I had to think about that. I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, not much, man. I've been doing a lot of crafts. Uh, that sounds really, I took the last week off for vacation. Uh, also happened to catch COVID. <laughs> so it was a shitty vacation. I'm the kind of person where even if I'm sick, I can't really sit down. Yeah. So yeah, I spent this week making a bunch of little miniature props. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I made a little couch, <laughs> like all kinds of shit, but I spent most of the most of our break doing toy photography and just kind of relaxing, you know. Hell yeah, yeah. You got the uh, the unspoken illness. It sucks, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're alive, though. That which must not be named. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's one of those weird things, you know. Uh, like I feel okay. I never really felt that bad. Not yeah. to say that it's not a serious thing. I'm not a denier. Yeah. And my wife did okay too, but she did have some coughing issues. But uh, you know, anyway, yeah, we're blessed to be doing well and i'm glad to glad to be talking to you yeah i'm glad that i saw you and i didn't get it so yeah well that's what responsible mask wearing and i could have got it but my wife gets tested like three times a week so if i mean she may be impervious to us she is from the country they're <laughs> they are impervious to that kind of stuff hey man we're we're from the same place it's true. <laughs> it's true i say it's been forever i say it's been a long time since we talked but it's only really been three weeks three and a half weeks maybe but it just it's felt like a long time especially after doing it you know so often yeah just non-stop like a couple of uh teenagers you know yeah yeah a couple of teenage bunny rabbits <laughs> <laughs> we're back and uh we you know we got a couple of things in the works i you know it's weird because we're recording this before i, I put everything together so if you're listening to this you probably heard our new intro music which was created by the world-renowned Polly Pocket, Simon's lovely wife. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I've listened to it numerous times, even though it's just <laughs> it's silly. <laughs> yeah, she did a good job. I'm proud it's of her. Silly, but I really, really enjoyed it. You also probably noticed our new, I don't even know what it's called, podcast cover art. I think that's what it's called. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We look like lovers. I think that's probably the <laughs> Yeah. It's great. Yeah, the, the guy that did it did a great job. It really improved Simon's beard. <laughs> I'm jealous of that beard. Made me realize I wasn't as dark as I thought I was. I need to get some more sun. Wintertime. Oh, man. But yeah, we got a couple of new things in the work. It's good to be back. I kind of wanted to get the you know new music, new cover art, because it's sort of like a fresh launch for our podcast. Simon joined last May, May 5th, I think. And so it just kind of like picked up in the middle of what we were already doing here and then we just kind of rolled with it and, and over the time we kind of 
forged what we were going to do. We started doing comic book reviews. It started going a little better. And we started, you know, just hitting some highlights instead of talking about all the nerd news. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it got easier for me to do it. You know what I mean? Like we read something, we just talked about it. it, it for me, it was rather than like going and trying to keep up with all the news and everything that's going on with everybody, just like that. that and that's not even interesting to yeah. me. So, so a couple of things that we find interesting, we talk about, and then we review comics. That's what we do here. So, uh, we've missed a few things. We've both had the PlayStation for a while now, PlayStation 5. Sorry if you are out there and you haven't yeah. gotten it. Scalper scum, man. <laughs> what are your thoughts after having it for a month or so? More than a month, I guess. I really enjoy it. I don't think anybody needs it right now. If that's Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a great little machine, but don't pay $1000 for it because all Absolutely. All I'm doing is playing PlayStation 4 games, so yeah, for the first, I want to say, month that I had it, up until last week, I was playing games that I never finished on PS4. Yeah. So, Days Gone, um, I beat God of War, but I've been going back and trying to do a lot of the stuff that I didn't do, and things like that. So, it was actually kind of a waste. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had Spider-Man, but I didn't start playing it until last week. Right. And so <clears throat> same here. I played Ghost of Tsushima, finished that up, and then and then played Miles yeah. Morales. I don't know what I'm gonna play next. I did get the remastered uh Spider-Man with it, so I might play that. What what else have we missed these past I don't know weeks? Human. Tons of stuff. Christmas. You get anything fancy Human for contact. Christmas? Um I got uh uh Mezco Wolverine and like his classic brown and gold costume. Hey, y'all at all mentioned yeah. that he looked like he was packing. Um yeah, he's got salami in his pants, <laughs> smuggling it over the Canadian yeah. border. <laughs> uh, it's some poutine. Uh, and then I got uh, uh, just a lot of miniatures. Nicole really hit it out of the park. She bought me like these little Starbucks things, and she bought me some. Oh, yeah, those are yeah, great. It's a cool little prop. And then she bought me some just cash and like uh, some masks, um, which unfortunately they're not elastic. Like they're, they're more of like a prop. Like you can't. It, not yeah. advisable to put them on anything um yeah and then what else it was a bunch of props like a bunch of little stuff like that i'm trying to think that's freaking great though and then you got that green um i don't want to say it because I don't, i'm going to say it wrong but it was like a green background or box oh yeah yeah this fold out uh thank you a fold out photo box that was the that's that was it's... cool it's just this small, it's probably like a 10 by 10 little box that folds all together and it has like a green screen or like red or black or whatever. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it does look great. Uh, yeah, that Luke picture that you posted was freaking great, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's cool. I got comic book stuff. There's things that like I have, uh, I made some wheeling and dealing. So my mom is getting a new um, heat press. She does like arts and crafts and stuff like that. And so she's getting a new heat press, but she already has a badass one. And so I'm just like, hey, just don't give me anything. For, you know, I don't need the usual socks or anything. I'm good. I got most of the things that I need. Yeah, uh, none of those high dollar socks, mom. <laughs> yeah. Please don't give me any cashmere socks. I, I'd never wear those things. Um, but <laughs> give me that heat press, you know, because that's like $300 or whatever. So I'm going to get that as like a hand-me-down instead of buying one. For, so, you know what I mean? I'm just making deals to save myself money because I wanted one. Yeah. Because, uh, you know. I like to press and clean comic books or, you know, my own really. And so I've worked that deal out. So I'm getting that. Uh, and then just not comic book stuff. My in-laws bought me whiskey, which I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm going to drink all that real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
so yeah that's all i really got um but i don't really know about any news i should have looked you know i, I thought about it i was like i mean i'm gonna look but then again like you, you guys listening have already seen all the news you don't need me to talk about it yeah the the the, the world slowed down in christmas and it's just kind of yeah uh nothing new has really come out there hadn't been that many announcements of any kind that i've seen um, today there was a big deal about people or, or people are making a big deal about michael keaton replacing ben affleck as batman the dceu but i'm pretty sure they announced that like six months ago i don't know why people are acting so surprised maybe he wasn't the de facto replacement that's probably yeah. i don't know well Either way, I could care less unless they're going to make Batman Beyond. That's the only thing that would make me care about that. I'm still curious how they would do that costume. The Batman Beyond costume? Yeah. Probably wouldn't be good. Uh, yeah, they would have... To... I think it would be kind of cool if they did like a digital face. I mean, like... Like in Miles Morales? Like his... Yeah, that would be kind of neat. That would be cool. Maybe. I think it would be cool. I mean, it'd be really cool. I guess, yeah, that's cool. So, did you beat Miles Morales? We can talk about that for a second. Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, I enjoyed it. I, I feel like it really pulled in my heartstrings. Yeah, somebody asked me before, like I was just probably about an hour into playing it. They were like, hey, let me know if it's just a reskin of Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, you know, I guess you could say it is, but it really, after playing the whole thing, it's really not. It's really its own game. Even though it is short, it really is its own thing. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's bigger than a DLC, but it's smaller than a game. The best way I can describe it is like a really compressed, like they took all the good parts from Spider-Man, no filler. Uh -huh. Yeah. And that's it. Left out the Mary Jane sneaking around. Ugh, those are the worst parts of that game. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, they did have one of those in though. They had the part where you had to go around recording the sounds. I was like, I'm, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Oh, yeah. To get the Prowler suit or whatever. That was yeah. like, mm, even though that's my favorite suit, I was not a fan of it. It was great, though. I thought it was great. Uh, it, honestly, it's not a rescan. It felt like its own game. I wish that it would get some DLC, but I really don't see them doing that. No. Especially because Spider-Man 2 is like the big thing. A secret ending? No, there is yeah. a secret ending. Yeah. Wait. Spoilers. Turn this off. What's the secret ending? Is it... Yeah. You see Norman? Yeah. Oh, wow. Then I unlocked that unintentionally. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like secret you have to unlock everything it's oh like it's like a, after the credits yeah like an end credit scene type of thing yeah. yeah 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 great i am excited about that what do you think about peter parker's face and then it was a big controversy of people wanting uh yuri whatever his name is to be the face still uh is that his actual face yuri's actual face i thought that they just made up that peter parker's face i think it's his actual face on the old one. Oh, i don't know um i could be making that up I, I when I saw the still images, I wasn't a fan, but when I saw it in game, it looked fine. Yeah, I think it looks fine too. It was, it's, it's it was kind jarring. of jarring. Yeah, it was jarring because I played Spider Man One so much. Yeah, like the week before I got the PlayStation Five, I played Spider Man. <laughs> so it's like playing that so much, and it's not like he looked bad before. It's just I don't. He kind of he kind of looked interesting. Weird. Yeah. So I, I could care. I mean, it was great. I liked it. That Peter Parker's face worked. Um, yeah, it was a good game. So if you haven't played it, I strongly recommend it. Uh, what was your favorite suit? This is stupid casual talk. <laughs> I, just wanted, <laughs> I just want to know. Uh, my favorite was the was the uh, Sentai kind of whatever. Oh, the strike suit. Yeah, that's so yeah. badass. So bad. Um, 
And but I also did like I did like the green one a lot. I think yeah. those are the ones I roll with. I didn't like the animated, and I really didn't play around with the Spider Verse suit because to me it looks out of scale. Those animated suits, they just they are too weird. Yeah, in the environment, it's kind of. I mean, it is cool for like a split second. Yeah, I did like. I mean, I liked all of them. I did like the the Spider Man with like the kind of digital face, and I very cool. I thought the classic suit obviously was great. The track suit, I think that was their creation, was really good too. I like that one. I didn't like the track suit and the promotional pictures that they showed, but it looks so so good yeah. in game. It's great. Play it. I'm interested to see how Miles plays a factor into the next game. I wonder if they're gonna like have side missions, sort of like you know, you play one mission as Peter, one mission as Miles, or Miles has like maybe three or four missions. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's some kind of multiplier. I know that sounds crazy, but I think it would be neat. As it, if yeah. it's not like the primary focus, like this is a multiplayer game. Like this game yeah. has multiplayer. Yeah. Because those portions where like at the beginning, spoiler, if you're when you're doing the Rhino mission and you're Miles doing this stuff and seeing like <laughs> Spider-Man. There's no yeah, there's no reason why there should be some besides it maybe being hard to do. Yeah. You know, in a game that is, you know, integrating that into that game. But uh, it looks great. It looks fun. That was my favorite. Even though it's at the beginning of the game, it's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. So hopefully it's good. Um, what else? Wonder Woman 84 came out over over our break. I was really, really excited for it. Um, in fact, this week's episode, our return episode, was propped up. I was like, this movie is going to be great. It's going to have a lot of hype. And then we're going to come back. Our first episode, we're going to ride that wave. And we're going to talk about a Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is going to be perfect. And I had a cigar and I had my overalls. And I was like, this is going to be the marketing (laughs) plan for all the ages. (laughs) We've got it down. (laughs) I need pictures of Spider-Man. And that's, I don't know why. Every time I think about newspapers, I think, like, I think your boss at the newspaper back in the day was J. Jonah Jameson. No, she was just, uh. She was a country gal. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that he works at all newspapers everywhere. Yeah. And sidebar. Sorry, guys. So, yeah. It's a Wonder Woman. And and I feel like we can do the reverse because Wonder Woman did not fulfill the promises that we felt. I don't know. Not promises, but that she didn't fulfill the hype. I mean, the, the movie. No. Uh, and it wasn't. It's not fair. Uh, to be honest, it's it's fell victim to like being pushed back so much. The pandemic. You know, I feel like it would have been a little more well received if it would. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel I like maybe they changed it to be a feel good movie because of the pandemic, yeah. but it yeah. just kind of they. I feel like they water her down as a hero a lot. I would much rather her see her. You know, Superman has these big battles. Of course, we don't want to see her destroying a city, but he has these big yeah. battles with Zod. And she's just like fighting this normal dude and kind of fighting this other lady for 30 seconds. Especially especially reading the book that we read. Yeah. This week's podcast. It okay. Just what do you think of the movie in general? I did not like it that much. Um, it was just yeah. I I the explanation I give to everybody is that it is the epitome of an 80s superhero flick. Like it is corny, uh, it has bad dialogue. The yeah. plot is serviceable at best. <laughs> I'm sure that's my hot take, serviceable at best. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it got boring. I got bored, uh, to be honest. It was long. Yeah. 
It was two and a half hours. It was a long movie. I didn't even realize um, it was that long, so maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> I I don't want to not like it because it at at one point at some point it became cool to just completely crap on this movie. Yeah, uh. I had people that I would have. I had people that hit me up, and then Murph was notorious for doing this back in the day. He didn't do it with this movie. He actually said that he enjoyed it, which is weird. Um, <laughs> but people, he would send me these reviews. I'm like, hey man, look what this person said. Look what this person said. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know that person. Why would I give a shit what that person says yeah. about a movie? Like, okay, I can tell that it's like not well received, but I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, you know, I, I like to forge my own opinions, and so I went into it like, let's try to find the positives in it, you know, and but it, it's just, it's it's long. Yeah. So for me, it was just a long movie, and like I said, the plot was. I would say just okay. Yeah, and that's be that's being nice. Maxwell Lord was great, even though he's not how I would have you know made him. Maxwell Lord is a little different in the comic books, and I try to not do that anymore. I try not to be like well, the comics do this. But <laughs> yeah, well, huh? I thought he was great, Pedro Pascal, in his you know in his moment right now. So he's he killed it. I thought the Steve Trevor thing was pointless. Yes, like I just I get it. I feel like they. I feel like they could have did that whole thing without him in the movie. Like maybe just tease the idea of her getting him back the whole time or something like that. You know what I mean? I just feel like him being in the movie was just weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And like, he wasn't even in the movie. Like, I, yes, he was in the movie, but then they did this whole thing where he was like, Diana. And it was like, just a random dude. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And then, 80s montage style, you know, mannequin. I don't know if you've seen mannequin, but <laughs> <laughs> then it's him. Then it's him. Yeah. <laughs> like, so now it's just him the rest of the movie, this in this guy's body. Right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know, we're in love, so fuck this guy's life. You yeah, he's like, just fuck. screaming in the back of, the, of his head. <laughs> Let me out of here. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was just weird to me. Uh I thought Kristen Wiig actually did a great job. I'm, I do I'm, too. I'm sad that she, I, because I had z- zero hopes that she was going to do good because she's really funny I and mean, she's talented in that aspect. So I was like, no, she's, she's not going to do great. But she actually did a great job. Didn't get a lot of screen time. She was a secondary character at best. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Like, I don't know why they spent so much time on Steve Trevor when they had this new dynamic between, you know, Diana and Barbara. That and my main complaints are that it's too long, and I was over the web swings at the beginning. <laughs> so uh, I didn't mind some of the way she was using that stuff, but when she ex- but it was a lot dog, <laughs> <laughs> a lot dog. That's a, it was a opposite lot of a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> it's actually uh, multiple hot dogs in one bun. It's a I'm working on the patent. Yeah, so. market that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can I get a lot dog? Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's it's actually just, just a stand in a parking lot. Yeah, that's just a, one big sausage. You don't have to. Um, anyway, oh, but when when it, it gets ridiculous, I in the preview when she attaches to lightning, I was like, that's kind of cool. It was cool. Do it once and it's cool. Yeah, but when she uses it to magically extend to a fucking jet, <laughs> like a hey. airliner, no 
way. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she did that. But there was some time. There was a few points, maybe once, maybe just been once. But she used it as like a propeller and just flew up. Mm. So like, why do why why attach to that plane randomly? <laughs> like, okay, that whole scene is like she needed to fly away. Yeah. Convenience, just convenient as hell. It's like oh. Planes fly by this all the time. It's just yeah. like a lot. It's just a line of planes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like waiting at like the Jetsons. Uh, like, yeah. How long is that lasso? I imagine it would just be like wrapped around her whole body. Yeah, it has some kind of magical. Okay, so again, it's magic. So yeah, corny, corny things that bothered me in the movie is like she's like, hold on, I've been practicing, or she's like, I, you know, oh, the- don't even, don't even, I. <laughs> was angry at that point. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hold on, I know how to do this. And then <laughs> boom. And then she makes what? an invisible jet. And then uh so this and is just like it's pointless because they have radar. It's like, well, then why'd you make it invisible? Right. And then uh when she just learns how to fly because he taught her <laughs> I somebody had made a joke like said something about wonder woman can fly now so she doesn't need a man it's like actually the man taught her bernoulli's principle so she knew how lift works apparently she now she can form her hands to where she (laughs) she can fly now and i'm okay with her flying but it's just weird like it took her that long i thought she could fly the whole time no she never showed any uh, apparently that's just how she figured it out that's so dumb that that one thing i forgot about that that i was so mad about that uh, there are a lot of pointless moments i guess we would say yeah. and I, again we're i don't think we're we're definitely not trying to shit all over this movie but no just- i i like the movie because i think they made it i think people misunderstood what it was um the world war ii or you know the first movie was set in that time so it was gritty it had that action and I feel like it portrayed that very well. Mm-hmm. This movie was in the 80s. And I feel like it, maybe these people weren't alive in the 80s. And we were barely alive in the 80s. Like on the very, very there was back a lot of There was a lot of optimism in the 80s though. Yeah, but it was like very 80s. Yeah. Like just people sort of careless. And it was, it was an 80s movie. And as someone that loves 80s superhero movies, you know, and 80s, 90s superhero movies, I thought it was great. I thought it really nailed that. Yeah. And so like, People's complaint is like it's cheesy or whatever, but I'm just like, the '80s were all cheese. <laughs> like it nailed that. You could almost even say like a pointless moment for me is when she goes back for this armor that really doesn't do anything because she already knows yeah. how to fly, but she goes and gets this armor that has wings so she can fly. But to me, that's almost uh-huh. like you know, a lot of movies they have so much marketing behind them for wow. uh, I was about to say that. toy sales and shit like that. So it's like, oh, we need a new costume so we can put well, two toys. To me, it's like, so in the comics, like in Kingdom Come and all these big <clears> books uh, where they have these big wars, she dons the Golden Eagle armor, which is like a big Wonder Woman thing. Mm-hmm. For, to me, it's like the X-Men movies. They had Age of Apocalypse, which wasn't the Age of Apocalypse, like at all. Mm-hmm. They had Days of Future Past, which was like, I guess kind of like Days of Future Past, but it's like the selling point. Like, look at this. You remember this from the comics. You loved it, right? Everybody always talks about this. We're gonna put it in the movie. Yeah. Why? Just because. Yeah. And we created a character to give a background because that's not even the story of that armor. Just they just made that character up for this movie. 
Uh, so that take that out. This movie's like Spider-Man Three to me. I like Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I can I can enjoy Spider-Man Three. I know a lot of people don't. Uh, for me, you take a lot of stuff out, and it's a good movie. You take Venom out completely. You take Harry coming back as New Goblin, even though I lo- loved his suit and all that. Just take all that other stuff out, and it's a great movie. If you take a bunch of stuff out, cut this movie down to an hour or forty-five, maybe two hours, it's good. Yeah. Nah, it's enjoyable yeah enjoyable yeah so it's just but like you said one of my main complaints is she's not really wonder woman man like uh, she's just like a strong lady yeah she doesn't I, I feel like she doesn't i love gal gadot and i mean she's freaking gorgeous I, I i give that movie six out of ten just because she's yeah. in it like i she could it could be like a silent french film and I would watch it. I would probably much preferably watch that. French French films can get a little naughty. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, she's in it. I think she's a pretty good actress for what she does. I haven't seen her in a lot of other things. No. But I feel like... I like her Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, the first one, she was... Oh, yeah, I do too. I just don't... They, I feel like they don't really pull that character off. I think what makes her really strong is seeing her against these other yeah. characters like Superman, like Batman. Yeah, like she fought Doomsday in that terrible movie. She got punched by Doomsday and she smiles. She's like, hell yeah. But, but then she's struggling to fight against the cheetah? The, the wind. <laughs> yeah, what is this movie? And so like the more I watched it again because I'm just like, man, be that guy. Be that one guy that likes this movie and you can defend it. I'm just like... I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the price of admission was good too. So this is the time of the podcast where we are going to review a book, a trade review, if you will. And so we're going to take a quick break to listen to some ads from our friends. And we'll be right back. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Are you on the hunt for great import collectibles for a great price? Well, check out SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have great figures and model kits based on your favorite anime, comic, or movie heroes. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and it was awesome. These are from Bandai, and they're modular mechs and can be mixed and matched with awesome accessories, and they make great army builders. 
from Nendroid to Mesco, these are your guys. They even do customs. Check out XavierCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L CustomsAndCollectibles.com. All right, guys, we are back. Thank you for listening to those ads. This is the section of the podcast where we get to business and we review a book. So as I mentioned before, we are we are trying to ride that wave of Wonder Woman hype, and we were going to review a Wonder Woman book. I think there's still a little bit of hype, even though it may be negative. So this might Maybe. still work. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, this week, we are reviewing Wonder Woman Dead Earth. It was a DC Black Label book that was written and illustrated by Daniel Warren Johnson, which is kind of badass because you don't really see that that often anymore. With, uh, they write and end illustrated. When Diana wakes up from a centuries-long sleep, she discovers Earth has been reduced to a nuclear wasteland. Now she's marooned in a dark and dangerous future, protecting the last human city from titanic monsters and struggling to uncover the secret of this dead Earth and how she may be responsible for it. So, initial thoughts. Um, I, if, I like anything where it puts the known superheroes in an unknown situation. It's not your normal every day. And I don't know much about Wonder Woman in general. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's not your Batman fights Joker. It's not your Superman fights Zod. It, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not your Saturday morning cartoon kind of superhero thing. I yeah. like the more mature themes of it uh, that I could see. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I was excited to dive in uh, from the opening pages. So when I originally read this story, uh, when it came out, it was the first issue came out and I think that it got postponed. So it was, it took two years for this entire story to come out. And mm. um, so when I decided that this was something that I wanted to pitch to you that we read, I, I was already kind of like, I don't even think it's that good. And, but I wanted to give it a second chance and read it as a whole story. And I was impressed. I legitimately read it all the way through Without stopping, I, I thought it was enjoyable. Like you, uh, I like it when it's a different story. So uh, whether Superman's dropped in a different world, Batman's dropped in post-apocalyptic, something, anything like that, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Especially in this kind of story where everything's not clear. So Wonder Woman wakes up and she has no idea what's going on. You have little bitty threads of uh, the back backstory and just relationships between her and her mother and kind of her powers explaining how powerful she really is, Mm -hmm. but you don't get too much. And then you don't really get too much until the actual like last issue, I think. And so I really appreciate that. And I was invested. I loved the art style. I know we'll talk about art in a little bit. Um, Very different for, from a typical wonder woman Mm -hmm. book. They, they typically draw her as this supermodel and this one on a white woman. Yeah. And this one was a little more, Amazonian and so I guess we'll go straight into kind of breaking down each issue four is four issues in this black label series and I'm going to say black label it's probably becoming my favorite section of DC it's sort of like the new Elseworlds and Elseworlds used to be my favorite because I used to love these like alternate stories with these Mm -hmm. characters in different settings and so the first issue she uh, you see the world and I read it yesterday, so I'm a little far behind. But you see the world. It's destroyed. You see basically a survivor. Or you see these survivors from a camp 
uh, out foraging, trying to get supplies or whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, they instantly, some of them get killed straight off the back. Yeah, like <laughs> Just unimportant like, fodder characters. Like, Damn. This, I, I was like, okay, this is this is happening. And then I guess they stumble on what seems to be the Batcave. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. I don't know. You know, I guess they're in Gotham. It, it's it's so barren that you don't really know where they're at. But then they're at Wayne Manor. I, yeah. I love that transition, too, um, where this creature drops in and they kind of breaks the, the floor. And then they're all of a sudden they're like there. Like in, yeah, in so they're in Gotham City, and it looks nothing like Gotham City. It's like I said, post-apocalyptic Mad Max style environment. And then Wonder Woman busts out and just does work. And again, I love the way that Wonder Woman's drawn in this. I love the action sequences. I, I think it was great. Yeah, and she's still super strong, but not as strong as she's used to. I think she gets hurt by this creature. No, well, yeah, she gets hit like bites through her arm. Bites her, yeah. Uh, so it's cool to see, and I think we lose another character. <laughs> I think there was like six, and then we were down to like three mm-hmm. or something like that. And they make their introductions. She doesn't know what's going on. She basically has no memory about this big war. And, and centuries have passed, and these people are like, hey, we don't even, we don't know. We were born into this world. We just heard that it was, the world was covered in fire. And that's all we really know. Yeah. So the story sets it up like her trying to figure out what happened and then her being very poetic about like God. It's like it's it's a different Wonder Woman than I'm used to. She leans harder into like she is a God. Yeah. The mythology part of it. Yeah. Like I love, you know, the love you and the poetic stuff all happens very soon. And it it really, for me, at first, it took me a second because I'm not used to Wonder Woman being like that. But I don't know what you think. Oh, I thought it was great. I, it, I'm with you. Like I love the way she was drawn. Uh, she was drawn. I, just, I never know that DC as ethnic. I guess. I mean, she, she yeah. obviously, like you said, she looks like she's Amazonian. She looks like she's yeah. from an island. Uh, yeah, Themyscira is an island, and she looks like she's an, uh, you know, an island chick. Yeah. Um, I like that she wasn't like overly busty and like had perfect uh you know uh waist size and it, she's yeah. cool looking i she wasn't wearing her underwear you're all right um i thought it was you know i i like the sequence where she goes up and sees uh bruce's skeleton like the purple <laughs> purple glove bat suit that was one of my favorite moments man i'm a sucker for the purple gloves yeah super cool looking and then when you get that vista of like all these craters uh, just outside his mansion, you know. Uh, and not to mention, like, I just thought I, that's like a poster scene because it's just like Batman chilling on a couch dead for years because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just a skeleton in a bat, bat suit. Yeah. Um, so I, I like it, man. I, I, I can't, like I said, I don't have, like, this could be my Wonder Woman continuity because I don't know enough about her. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. Um, I've always, in the same reason that I like Old Man Logan, it's because I like, you know, it's like the Green Goblin's speech. He's like, people like to see the heroes lose. You know, it's like yeah. the same thing. I kind of like to see a hero or two down and mm-hmm. people go against the odds. I appreciate it because she still, she immediately wants to fill that role of mm-hmm. savior. Yeah. And she goes back, they take her back to this camp. And these people are crappy. 
It really like they're just bad people. Like they drug her immediately yeah. to gain favor because there's you know scarcity of food there. And I don't even know if this this might be going into issue too. There's a scarcity of food, things like that. And so they take her to this, their camp where there's this creepy leader where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make up my bride. And it's just yeah. like fucking weirdo, man. Why do, Why is it always like weirdos survive and become leaders at the end of the world? Because you got to step on but You can't be kind. You got to yeah. make it. I do love. Yeah. And that's still an issue one. But I do love when she like she's like, I, I belong to no man. And she yeah. kicks that table across the room. Jackson. So cool, man. Um, and, and then they send her to the pits yeah. again. I read this yesterday. I've read other comics. I shouldn't read comic books in between <laughs> the story. There, they send her to the pits. And somehow, Cheetah's alive after centuries. I don't know. That was weird to me, though. Well, and do they really explain like the timeline? Is it centuries? Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I assume it's generations, couple decades at least. Yeah, they don't quit. Hey, hey, centuries would be a bit much. Um, but yeah, cheetah coming out looking crazy. Yeah, she has like a. I thought it was so great. She had a cheetah hand, cheetah head hand. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was cool. Backtrack. One cool thing that I thought was great is that before Diana leaves the Batcave and joins these people on their quest, she takes Batman's utility belt, clamps on. That's automatic badass moment. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not really going to use anything of that. And I don't think she does. <laughs> you know, no, she's she, just, just, she doesn't. Yeah, you're it right. just looks cool. And it serves as like a plot device later on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, she ends up fighting uh, Cheetah in yeah. a better fight than <laughs> in the movie. Right. Uh, yeah, way cool. And it just, it, the story, the pacing. Pacing is always a thing that is very important to me in comic books, especially if it's going to be four issues. Uh-huh. The pacing on this is very good without feeling rushed. Right. Even though the, it, because they, they, explain that these uh survivors are just like just trying to survive and so they automatically see that diana is the strongest person so they automatically just flip and they're like oh hell yeah she's the person yeah and then she sells them on like themiscara being you know the land of milk and honey and all this stuff like you guys would be good there uh not knowing what is really going on yeah it's great yeah crazy twists and turns um uh it's I had something and I forgot, but I did like, uh, like you said, how, how quickly things develop. Um, it, it's interesting. All these little like ex machina, deus ex machina moments like these, she's getting knocked around by a cheetah cause she doesn't want to hurt her. And then all of a sudden like, Oh shit, there's all these creatures outside the gate. Um, you know, what are we going to do? They're overrunning the gates. This all, it's so funny. It's, it's like, the movie you know all these uh convenient plot devices that wait until you're watching to happen um but it's it's yeah why yeah well how come the monsters never attacked before yeah yeah and mice like that (laughs) yeah um but yeah cheetah looks crazy in this yeah and again the art you and i are both suckers for the art style yeah, it's very genuinely. Cool. I can tell you right now that that's probably my favorite thing about comic books. And then, like, the story could be subpar, and I would say it's a great book. So, yeah. the action sequences very well illustrated, and mm-hmm. um, not too much gore. Uh, enough, more than a usual DC book. Right. Yeah. Uh, People get hurt, but it's not. Uh, um, 
invincible like people yeah. are getting straight up yeah people are good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and so she saves these people they're on her side i think we're going into issue two now because then they're like um is that the issue where they go cease to the fortress of solitude uh no. i think that's later on oh no they go to themiscara yeah they go to themiscara to are they're gathering all the troops are going to send them to themiscara right yeah she decides they're leaving uh, and you have to remind me Diana realizes that humanity is bad. Yeah, when she gets to Themyscira, she talks to her mother. That's what it is. She takes so her and this character D, which is like a main character, her D and I think some other I just guess, one other person. Yeah, they go to Themyscira, I guess to you know, scout ahead or something like that. Yeah, basically they they go to Themyscira because they you know she said it's obviously going to be untouched by these wars it always has been, um, and there's a little bit of foreshadowing about like what the war's happening on a flashback beforehand. Just her mom going out seeing that the ocean is rising uh, on their island. She asked the guard like, "Why is that statue underwater? Did it fall mm-hmm. or something?" And she's like, "No, the waters are rising." Yeah. Quick quick take, but. Um, Anyway, they go to Themyscira with, like you said, D and this other dude that he kind of notes things and you think he's going to make it like you think he's going to be main character for a long time. And they go in and they find her mother. Well, they find Nubia. Nubia. Yeah. And she's just Which like is this. cool that Nubia is in it. Nubia is a character that uh, years and years ago, I mean, back in Silver Age comics, it was uh, Wonder Woman's sister, uh, uh. which they call her. But she's basically numerous times throughout the year she takes over as Wonder Woman. It's like Black Wonder Woman. Oh, I don't cool. want to. I don't want to discredit this character at all. I'm just summarizing right. what it is, and it's cool that they made her sort of the mentor role. Like they saw her training her in the beginning, of the first issue, I think. Yeah, and this one, she when they get to the island, she's like this wraith knight. Um, yeah, she looks badass. Yeah, she looks real crazy. They send her into the pits. Um, she sees her mother in this like cave in just this little shadowy section of like a domed area. Mm. And she's talking to her and all of a sudden she sees she's like this slug, uh, creepy slug lady, which is interesting because at this point in the story, I thought that it was going to be like, I've missed you too. be one of us, you know, that kind of thing. But it instantly goes into like, no, let me just show you what happened. Yeah. Um, and you know there was this war and you still don't get the full picture here no but the the humans like sent all these nukes um to themiscara and it warped all the people and you find out all these creatures uh were uh amazons yeah like all these creatures they've been fighting are all amazons and the reason they're attacking humanity is because they want to kill them off because they tried to kill them off mm-hmm which I don't know if you learn now or later on. It might be a spoiler. Much it doesn't matter if you're this far in the podcast. You know this is a spoiler. But like you realize that it's actually Themyscira's fault because right they were not happy with how Earth was handling Earth, so they tried to step in. Earth, aka America, obviously is not <laughs> going to go very well with that. They say, That's "Hey sad. man, don't no, you no. come over here telling us how and where to drill for oil." All right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do whatever we want to do. You got a problem with it. You did. And which I, I, that probably didn't, you probably didn't learn that until the third issue, which right. uh, so at this point, sh- 
Diana is angry with everybody. She's like, you know what? I know I rallied you guys together, made you leave your home, traveled across all this way, waste all your resources, but fuck you guys. You guys are humans. I'm out. And yeah. she just leaves. Well, and Cheetah saves Cheetah saves uh, her and this D girl because that other guy gets straight up chopped in half. Nubia, it's just uh, at, it's like straight Game of Thrones style. You like you said, you think that he's a main character and he's going to make it, but then all of a sudden, swap. Yeah, they characterize him. They're like he's like, oh, I can figure things out. I catalog the bat belt, you know. So yeah, I kind of know things. And then I he's built be this boat. Yeah, and then he just gets. Pfft, rib cage removed but in that battle a cheetah comes down on pegasus which is a cool moment good good splash page and there's a cool moment between nubia and cheetah and cheetah kind of gets her shit rocked a little bit but it's like you said these battle sequences are great she knocks off nubia's helmet and you see what has happened to her which is crazy yeah she's (laughs) (laughs) uh she's got them penis eyes (laughs) Yeah, at that moment, like you said, after she's talked to her mother and she's talked to Cheetah, like she's done with humanity, she drops this girl off. She's like, yeah, well, you're on your own. Go go F yourself. And it's important because D is, the, I would say, the second main character of this story mm-hmm. because she represents the survivors, humanity. And she at first was like, I don't, this lady's crazy. We don't know her. You know, she's an outsider. And then she gets romanticized by the, you know, all the stuff that one of them saying and also seeing how powerful she is. Right. So then she is actually the voice that gets the people to follow her. And so now it's the, an ultimate betrayal because she's like, I believed in you. You know, yeah. I put all my faith in you. And now you're saying, who gives a shit? And then you're leaving. Yeah. Snip, so snip, de- snip, snip. <laughs> so, she de- so she develops this hatred for her and it, it plays really well. Like you, the, the art really amps the emotion up because it, it's good. Yeah, they do a lot of good character close-ups where you can really feel that emotion. Yeah. And I guess it helps having the writer be the illustrator because he knows exactly, yeah. you know what I mean, the moments. So then she leaves and she says, you know, Cheetah's like, where do you want to go? And she's like, well, I got to find him. But obviously talking about Superman. But she's like, hey, do you know, has anybody heard from him or anything like that? And it's very cryptic because she's like, you know, at the end of the war, people tried to, you know, thousands of people would stand at the Fortress of Solitude and bang on the door and he would never open it. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the Fortress of Solitude, which I thought it was cool. Yeah. So that's going into issue three. Yep. And you see more of the background. She talks to Cheetah. And it plays more in a plot device. Cheetah is still alive to serve as the missing link. Like she connects what happened in the war to right. where they yeah, are. Yeah, the missing links. <laughs> oh. But Cheetah. <laughs> Yeah, big cats anyways i got you i got you meow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like you said she's there she understands she kind of talks about how diana was trying to be a peacekeeper between themiscara and the rest of humanity like you said aka us <laughs> and those fail and so themiscara attacks and humans do what humans do and they were like nuke them bastards it's better than losing yeah being everybody being dead is better than losing yeah that's so uh, weird and then cheetah kind of says she blocked the rest out when she starts talking about how the humans were looking for someone to blame when themiscara basically they didn't the result wasn't what they wanted so they took superheroes like cheetah i guess and altered her and you see this kind of splash page with 
all these dead cheetahs, like beheaded <laughs> cheetahs. and crazy to me. And then and, she was just like, that's all I want to talk about. Yeah, they grafted a cheetah to her what? forearm. And I don't know. It's interesting. I can't... But it was weird. It was weird that they that happened so fast. And it was such a like a glossed over explanation because she gets to the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it's like the stupid key that only Superman can lift. But Wonder Woman's super powerful, so she can too. But she struggles. She still gets it open. And then this robot, which, fuck. I love this robot. I'm a sucker for robots, man. Yeah. I love this robot, Superman. Uh, she's like, are you Clark? And he's like, well, a little bit Clark, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was great. Very cryptic. But this whole story is like, obviously not giving you too much too soon. And uh, then it serves as a plot to, you know, let her know the full story. Yeah. And there's there's quite a bit there where kind of in between those portions where you know her mother decides she's going to attack all humanity this girl d had found the golden lasso yeah lasso of truth uh, out of nowhere yeah oh yeah because he uses it on the former leader of the uh, yeah the mother sends nubia off to go find some more of the sisters yeah some of the more uh, mutated sisters to lead an attack on yeah diana and humanity i guess right yeah and so this like you said that the splash page where you see all the skeletons outside of fortress of solitude is really cool yeah but it's like it, it to me it's crazy because there's all these moments like that where you're like damn you'd think somebody would be like oh man a lot of people died maybe he's not here <laughs> you know yeah and also how they get out there i thought that place was supposed to be like hidden from yeah. the world yeah right and they have like signs and shit <laughs> fast forward a little bit at the end of the issue d gets there on a motorcycle uh-huh i was like what <laughs> How did she get there on a motorcycle? They had to use Pegasus to fly there. I, that part to me, I was just like, this is the one section that I did not like. She's getting off a motorcycle. I made it. Um, Across the ocean? Yeah, I made it. <laughs> what? Yeah, where where are all these places? In Obviously, it just serves the story, and it's fun. Yeah. But it is kind yeah. of like, where are these is it like a Metropolis and Gotham situation, like in Batman versus Superman, where they're just across yeah, the river? It's like, yeah, it's like, up, oh, I see Superman over there. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so uh, she's getting healed, I guess, or something like that. So they're, they're talking to. Uh, well, they first. So that the first big breaking sequence of uh, uh, issue three is after she speaks to the robot, you know, this cool robot, like he says, like, I need to speak to... Yeah, where's the real Superman? Yeah, where's Clark? And he goes, you don't remember? You killed him. That is a jaw-dropping moment. Like, what? Yeah, this great image of him with just this caved-in chest, like a hole. Yeah. Fantastic. I love the imagery of him and Bruce, like how they're dead. Mm-hmm. Because it's that that's the Trinity, all three of them. And then, honestly, she is... She's not the weaker one, but the more popular ones are Batman and Superman. Yeah. And so it's just, to me, it was just great. Like they're just buff like, yeah. And she's the one that survived. So, and then they go into the story. That's when the robot tells them, tells her the story. Right. Right. Yeah. And what's, and again, there's more still, it's like, I I really enjoying this story that I'm kind of thinking about it now. What I, really like all these perspectives like you're not just getting pieces of the story you're getting like this person's opinion on what happened so you know everybody thinks that all these craters were caused by the bombs but she stopped most of the bombs yeah she un her gauntlets of submission which is a big deal with wonder woman if she takes them off she is this she is really this extremely powerful character she does in this book she doesn't know that 
Mm -hmm. the main in main comic book she knows that in this book she doesn't know that she takes them off and she just starts going to work on all these bombs and superman is fighting the amazonians because he works for the president pretty much pretty much yeah and he's protecting people that's what superman and i like that superman that's what superman does he doesn't really give a shit and he always says hey I don't want to fight you, man. I, I just don't. Right. But I will. Well, and that's what's interesting is like he is kind of apolitical. He's just stopping the Amazonians. But when he sees the bombs, he like flies in, breaks through a wall and is like talking to the president. Like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. He's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because Superman is like a nuclear bomb. He's like, you got me. Why are you doing that? Right. He's like, I had it under control. But like you said, she's now unbridled. She blows a lot of these bombs up that are headed towards Themyscira. She misses a couple and they show it just like obliterate the island. Uh And that's when she gets so pissed off that she starts fighting Superman. Yeah, because instead of Superman going straight to Themyscira to save them, and I didn't notice until you said it, they they launched them everywhere, not just Themyscira. So he says, yeah, they shot a missile to Smallville. So I had to go to Smallville. Yeah, they mentioned it earlier. And I, uh, they mentioned it that the magic around Themyscira had set the navigation off on some. So, oh, okay. So there were some bombs that went askew. See, that's why I was wondering. Because he pops up like, listen, I'm sorry that just happened. But my family was a good to die. Yeah. So I obviously went there first. I got here just a little too late. It's Superman. I like that. No one thinks that Superman's allowed to make mistakes or be late or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then it's just, you can tell that he himself is just like, I, I'm sorry. Like, right. what, what do you want me to do? I traveled across the world in seconds. I was seconds too late. Like, I'm sorry. And she didn't want to hear it. I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. And he says, again, I don't want to fight you. We're friends. You know, we're very close. And after the first punch, he gets his shit rocked. He's like, well okay <laughs> we guess we can fight yeah but then man oh yeah that's and, but she like slaps him that's what i like she slaps him yeah. <laughs> that's the first hit yeah what do you think about the fight between them it was glorious oh yeah it's really cool the it's like seeing a boxing match in slow motion when you see like the way he illustrates like the wrinkles like how everything yeah. moves like he does a really good job of doing that it's almost like this guy kind of reminds me of a messier tread. Yeah. Anyway, I, I really liked it. And you can tell that Superman's getting really pissed off, but he can't, he can't, he just can't do anything. He's too powerful, <laughs> yeah. which is cool to see. And it, it does a really good job at explaining like, yeah, the bombs destroyed stuff, but Wonder Woman and Superman's fight, like set it over the edge. Like mm-hmm. that was destroying whatever was left yeah yeah like it it shows it shows that her pushing him into the city at like supersonic speeds and blowing up half the city yeah just like another another bomb going off just because they're fighting and then they land at superman's resting point at the fortress of solitude which i thought was just an insane i don't know why this guy keeps so much damn kryptonite around (laughs) i don't know what his deal is but she grabs hands full of kryptonite and then just jojo's bizarre adventure just yeah the the mirror fist over <laughs> like, and over yeah he's dead and then the final punch through the chest which i was just like yeah it looks great but then you also feel it because it's like it's almost like you 
you see that she's blind with rage. She's also overpowered. She doesn't know how to control that power. Angry. And like if she was in control, she she wouldn't kill Superman because it wasn't his fault. Right. And at that last moment, you see like she takes those breaths when he's because he just dies. He doesn't even there's no redemption there. Yeah. He doesn't say I'm sorry. There's no no conversation. She, I'm sorry. she kills him. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. He slumps in the chair. She slumps on the steps. Yeah. And that's it. And then Batman pops up with his back gadgets. Yeah. That man's got a plan yeah. for everything. Yeah, but at that point uh, it kind of goes and she's he she's healing in in the in the fortress and she's back in the present day. Yeah. Um How cool is Super Robot though, man? That dude was so cool, man. Yeah. I thought he was just... so cool. Like uh, cuz she's sad when she wakes up. I guess she passed out. I don't know why I don't know why she was getting healed for uh you know i i kind of i think i think she she like threw up because she was remembering she just kind of passed out because of the shock i guess and she wakes up and she's just like overridden with guilt so she's like clark i'm sorry he's like hey man i told you when you walked in i'm only part of clark i don't give a shit (laughs) about anything yeah none of that matters to me means nothing yeah and and that girl pops up at the same time. Yeah, just a little after that. Uh-huh. And then she uh, she wraps the lasso around Wonder Woman, and she tries to figure out like, hey, you know, why'd you leave? What do you, you know, what are you gonna do? Lasso the truth type thing. Uh, and then you, the story pretty much gets everybody up to speed at this point. Yeah, like the the survivors, the representation for the survivors are on the same page. Uh, you know, and yeah, and Wonder Woman is obviously like, yes. My people are bad. I need to stop them and rebuild the world because I destroyed it. Right. And then Superman, Super Robot Man <laughs> gets this weird ass box, which I was like, what is that? Why would you do that? So cryptic. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. Batman knew you were going to be here. This fucking, I hate Batman, dude. Well, he just said. I I know, yeah, but. He's like, there's a human. Somebody, only a human could do this. Because the dialogue was like this. He was like, when he first. He's like, you said your name is D, right? He said, you would want this. And I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Batman, this is the worst. He's just a dude, man. He's just a <laughs> fucking dude. That's true, yeah. He's, maybe, he's smart, but he's just a fucking dude. I, and I feel like at that point, he's not saying like... Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's not saying... You're, he knows your name is D. Yeah. I know, but when I read that, I was just like... Yeah, it does definitely come off that way. Fucking Batman. Because then they also show, like... Or I guess a few pages later, they show the robot talking to Batman, like, hey, we could make you a robot, too, if you want to be a robot. Batman's like, nah, fuck that. Well, that's actually... So that's getting into... That's issue four. four. But the end of issue three, (laughs) when she is like... She's got Clark on the slab laid out, and she's like... It's not enough. I'm sorry, Clark, whatever. And you think it's going to be his thing. And then she rips his skull and his backbone out, which he has yeah. so many vertebrae. How many, How unnecessarily badass was that? It was very cool. And I was like, what I don't like is that his skull just still has like hair and shit on it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when she, so she makes this mace out of Superman's skeleton. Yeah. Uh, and the lasso true right and it's yeah it's gonna be like this super weapon <laughs> it's just i love it but at the same time it was so macabre that i was like yeah. damn that is like i said it was unnecessarily like that's badass but like 
did she need that yeah. i feel like he had something else secret in there but you know whatever. because they also had that because right after that they're like oh hey i got this uh closet full of weapons yeah yeah i got all this <laughs> like she could have got she could have got some from there i got all this stuff you could use yeah that was a badass moment um but then yeah issue four they go back to the people um the survivors and the rest of the amazonian monsters are attacking with mom mm-hmm. who also we forgot to mention earlier um d the secondary main character uh walks up to unknowing in the situation this is issue two unknowing to the situation wonder woman's mom has her you know and you know is bracing her and talking to her just loving embrace she doesn't know what's going on so she comes in slices oh, her yeah, hands yeah. off like get off of her so wonder woman's Mom doesn't have any hands at this yeah. point. Not that she also has like a million slug arms and shit like that, but yeah, it was. Kind of, it's kind of interesting how that was a little glossed over in general. Like it was a big deal, but it wasn't. Yeah. She she got wrapped up yeah. and whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, beginning of four, it's Batman and and robot robot talking about the yeah robot soups gift talking about the thing, and then he's like, I don't want to do this, but I have to heal you because you're the only one that can restore the earth. Or, I thought that was good. I like that because before he says that, you give like this. He's holding her. He's taking her to he, taking her someplace to heal. Something you know, something along the lines of that. So you feel like Batman's doing this weird like loving moment thing, but then he's like, "I wish I could kill you," mm-hmm. but it also shows like I don't want to do that. I like the costume that they gave her throughout this. Even when you see her in this classic yeah. costume, yeah. it's cool. Same. And I, I thought it was great. I thought that they sh- that whole moment with Batman was probably one of my favorite Batman moments in comics. It's weird. Puts her in the thing, and then he's just like, the end of the world. And he sits there, and he laughs, and he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, he has, a, has himself a drink, and that's it. I thought it was great, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but then it goes into the final sequences, which is really cool. They've got the heroes going. Even, even Robot Soups is going. They've got a flying motorcycle and Pegasus. And- yeah. They're all going to where they last left the humans, which was kind of like on this peninsula with a lighthouse. Yeah. It gets crazy real fast because, like, you think it's going to be the same kind of thing. And all of a sudden, there's this giant, giant monster among all the other monsters that they've been fighting this whole time or Amazonians. Nubia's, like, task was to find these big, big guys. Yeah. But as they're going through, you know, they're, they're, I don't know. It's just like a whole bunch of fighting. It's cool. It's like a Nubia, big, the whole last issue is just like a big fight. Yeah, and Nubia truly does start to look. She's riding like this dragon thing, which is also an Amazonian, yeah. if you think about it. But she's really like a ring wraith right now. Yeah, they've got guns and shit because the previous leader was like, "Oh, I also have been hiding this stuff from the old world." Yeah. But she starts whacking people with Superman's skull, and and the motion in those sequences is really cool. But it's funny because it makes it look like he has like five thousand vertebrae. Yeah, it goes back to the magic lasso being able to extend. <laughs> <laughs> infinitely yeah and she feels bad but she's just like knocking the shit out of uh, other amazonians you mentioned robot superman which i again leading back to what i said i liked about superman in this book earlier is that he's in the previous issues he's just beating the crap out of amazonians but they make it very clear to show his remorse i don't want to fight you i don't want to fight you mm-hmm. and even this robot superman is fighting nubia i think or somebody and he's like hey i don't want to fight you we could talk this out so it's like that is one of superman no matter what part of superman it is 
It's his very core. He's like, I don't want to fight you. We can talk. We can figure this out. We can heal you guys, is what he says. And then that giant yeah. Amazon monster just comes in. Yes. And I was like, no. Yeah, so sad. So sad. And it really does show like that's I feel like that's one of the minor lessons in this book, which is like any post-apocalyptic thing. It's like you gotta think of yourself. Yeah. Because Superman doesn't fit in this world, especially if he's not like Superman, Superman. Right. Like the Boy Scout doesn't doesn't win. God man, it is sad. Like watching it again. I've got it yeah. on my screen and it's <laughs> it's sad seeing it a second time. So I was just like, damn. Uh, Superman, that was like one of my favorite characters of the book. It's so minor. Yeah. And he doesn't care. You know, he doesn't feel anything. He's just a damn robot. But no. and he's drawn really cool. I like the the style of the yeah, robot. Me too. Um it's very like uh iron giant kind yeah. of yeah like uh i'm gonna be like it's just like arm. it's not overly robotic it's just like a very simple yeah he looks like he's made up of i mean he's got a lot of greebles uh is the term like to make things look complicated right yeah, yeah, yeah. so but so he's got a lot of greebles but he really he just looks like pipes and like yeah. you know uh, a skeleton like a skull and mm-hmm. so we find out that this secret thing she starts getting her ass rocked by nubia and you find out that the secret thing is a way to restore her powers and d has this in her possession she this guy that's been leading the humans she's asked him you know clear me a path so i can get to to wonder woman and uh she almost gets killed yeah she's like sliced in the side or something like that but she hits her with this hypodermic needle full of god juice yeah god. <laughs> yeah god juice i was trying to think uh in pulp fiction he hits her with that shit oh no that's a ad- adrenaline yeah hits her with a shot of adrenaline gets her and then she just diana's fine but even then you know super saiyan yeah she doesn't d does not want to give this to her she says like sure. thank you and i don't have like, a choice yeah I, exactly I, I, it's not like i wanted to yeah but then you know regretfully diana just basically destroys everybody she eviscerates everybody yeah except for her mom right it's a cool back and forth between her and her mom she's just like she's like i'm not gonna kill you man and their mom's like is this the moment where you strike down your mother and she's like no yeah and so she leaves her mom alive even though her mom orchestrates the entire thing yeah her mom just goes back into the sea handless she should have killed her yeah holds her nubs um <laughs> and that's and that's pretty much how it ends uh they yeah they take the survivors to themiscara she fulfills her promise they bury all the amazonians the humans yep. like do the right thing and bury all these bodies yeah because diana's content with doing it herself but then the humans actually they show growth so they help her um uh, they go to themiscara d's alive and um they have a good interaction towards at the end, the last few pages. She's like, you know, I, they basically reconcile. She says, I put all my faith in you. Like, how am I, you know, prove to me that you're not going to let me down. She's like, I can't mm. do that. Yeah. And she only has one of her uh, gauntlets of submission, which I thought was a good representation. Like I, I'm just wearing this as a reminder because she asked her, does it work? Yeah. You only have one. She's like, no. So it just shows like, I'm just wearing this as a reminder to myself like i need to keep it in check yeah so and then yeah they have that the last panel last page is like will you d will you help me revive this you know like you said it's like this god talking to a human they're working together help us you know Mm -hmm. get this thing sorted and then it ends which is a perfect ending don't need a sequel don't need anything like that um 
and you and I go on record as saying I love self-contained mm-hmm. stories and for it to for it to not have any like major cliffhangers or like her mom not creeping in the shadows or anything weird like that. Yeah, like I'm gonna get you. Yeah, I thought it was it was perfect. I really really enjoyed this. I movie. did too. I definitely didn't want I didn't want to start out my review by saying I loved it, but I did. I I yeah. thought it was great. So many good things. I mean, if you want to just talk about the art in general, let's talk about the art. Real yeah. Quick. So. Uh, art in general was great. I love the the sketchiness of it. Uh, like he, he just straight yeah. up inked the pencils with no cleanup at all. I love the way they drew her like a wild woman. You know, like yeah. she she looks like someone that lives on an island, <laughs> like not just an island. She islander. looked like someone that could beat the shit out. Yeah, of people. yeah, she like a like a person that's not like naturally beautiful person that doesn't uh, spend all her time like working out and everything. That's just what, how she looks. Um, yeah. Cause like I said earlier, Wonder Woman is like a supermodel and all these, but she has perfectly, you know, manicure, perfect hair. She's wearing her underwear everywhere. Yeah. It's just, this is an Amazon. Like if you think about Amazonians, I think about like the big chicks in Futurama. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I think about Amazonians. Like those rough, like Death by snoo snoo. Yeah, those chicks. And so this, I've definitely got a rougher feel. Not saying that she was like a gross looking chick. No. It was definitely like exotic Islander. Yeah, she almost looks well, like a South Asian Islander. Yeah, maybe kind of like Moana, like an yeah. Amazonian Moana. Yeah, but I, I, the colors were really great. So the colorist was somebody else and they did an amazing job um, really following and, and filling out these pages. The, I mean, the sequences, I mean, they they did a great job. Yeah, the, the Daniel I mean, Warren Johnson did a great job. The art to me, again, I love the rough style. They really pulled off something that is hard to pull off and you don't appreciate it until you see a book like this. Real action sequences, mm-hmm. like in this book, like it felt like an action movie sort of. Yeah. And, and then, as we mentioned already, the actual expressions from the characters' faces. They had a lot of close-up moments. They left off dialogue to provide emphasis on the face which to me if you can really do that in the book it puts you in a different level you know what i mean yeah they did a good job of creating motion emotion yeah i don't know it's just so it's great i can't i can't say it enough they did uh it's so good i really uh, if anything pulled me in i mean i love the story but if anything pulled me in it was the art which obviously that's which always happens it always happens to us yeah (laughs) that's the only reason we gave three jokers a positive review because the story was bad (laughs) yeah but yeah i I really enjoyed it i'm glad you enjoyed it i always again as i say every episode i always get nervous on making you read these books because it was like i well i hope i hope there's one day that there's a story you and i have a lot of same interests but I hope there's one day where you're just like, I hated that. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, I liked it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole time I was reading this, all I could think was like, obviously a movie. I don't think this could be a movie. But no, I no. feel like even her origins and talking about, like, she sees Trevor, falls in love with him. I like it. Yeah, that's that's something we didn't talk about. They showed Trevor in there. And the, the first time she referenced, and this is one of my favorite moments in the book, which I, I hate that we didn't reference it. Yeah. The first time she references him it's about it's a positive light yeah but then when she really thinks about it the second time he has his hand on his gun yeah automatically like, they're tuned to violence yeah so it's just like it, it was great to see those two parallel thoughts with the same image yeah and that's kind of what i that's that's sorry what i really no that's all right <laughs> that, that's what i really liked about it i feel like they could have done more 
in the movies with those kind of origins and talking about how she was created and things like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about, I know what wonder woman comes from, from a kinky dude that was having like, yeah. Yeah. Like the actual story of how she was made. Yeah. With the submission and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, her being made from clay and, and things like that. That is an origin story that I would love to have seen in the movies because that is her, even in the main DC continuity is how she's made. Uh, but they don't really talk about that. They just talk about her dad and Wonder Woman 84, where she's like, my dad knows magic. He taught me how to treat, make things invisible. Yeah. yeah. Hold <laughs> on. Let me come in, man. This I was like, what? But yeah, I, I'm with you. It was, the art's amazing. Story was great. It wasn't too deep. Oh, I'm sorry. One thing I was going to say, sorry to interrupt you. Hold that thought. One thing I was going to say that I love the artwork. There were only a few moments where things were kind of out of proportion or she would have like a weird her arm would be drawn kind of weird or whatever not that i hated it but it did it was almost too fast and loose with the rest of it yeah. like i enjoyed so much of it but these little things i was like is her arm out of socket right now I'll like her bicep is longer than her yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh, there was one scene i know exactly what you're talking about i think both of her arms were fully extended and it's like her bicep was like way down here yeah and it's not just a de- it's not just how it's drawn to show depth. It was it's, just proportionally weird. Yeah, yeah, it was just one, odd. There was one scene specifically that I remember thinking that. Like, yeah, so arms are weird. I don't want it to be all positive all the time. Yeah, we do. I mean, there are things that I would change, but oh yeah, yeah. my one complaint is the traversing of the environments. Yeah, <laughs> like they were conveniently in Gotham, which is that that's okay. But then like. She rode a motorcycle to the Fortress of Solitude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like that. But yeah, the story was great. It was, it wasn't too deep. It was simple. Yeah, you, it, you know, it was what it was. What it was. And I, I do like the conflict that it created, though the internal conflict, because it's kind of like, yeah, Superman. I know has had this conflict a lot, or he did in the movie. I think in Man of Steel. It's like, are you going to go for the Kryptonians, or are you going to? be here for the humans like you were raised yeah there you love for her you love humans you want to take care of them that's why you're here but these are your people right so you know what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do i, li- I liked it yeah. yeah i can't i could dissect it and find some stuff i don't like but i feel like well i, I like it you know it's, it's easier to dissect it and find things that you hate than reading a bad book and dissecting it and finding things that you like you know what i mean Oh, definitely. Yeah. And there's just really, I can't find a lot other than those few like art things. There's not a lot that I just couldn't, I I can't think of anything Uh, aside from convenience of circumstance, (laughs) deus ex machinas, things like that, which are present everywhere. But I agree. Like, you know, they had a, she knew exactly where to go on the peninsula. She didn't know even where she was at first, but she, she was like, Oh, hold on. We'll get here. And then I just need this dinky little motorboat and it'll take us to Themyscira. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, eh, okay. And then Cheetah was there and it's like her arch nemesis, I guess. I don't know much about their history. Yeah. So it's kind of it was just interesting connection, but, but it worked. And there's no other heroes at all. At all. That's what I thought was weird. And they did kind of explain that away that you know i only assume like people like martian manhunter green grand uh, green lantern oh yeah they did they said that people went somewhere more appreciative yeah yeah i assume they're speaking of those superheroes but but like uh, what about the green lantern i don't know yeah it's like do they just decide it's a dead sector and their job is to protect that environment like and earth has like freaking 
12 Green Lanterns. Where are those guys? Yeah, where's Guy Gardner? He seemed like he would really enjoy. He's probably somewhere with his pants off. <laughs> Being weird. With the bowl cut. Getting the chili bowl haircut. All right, so I liked it. You liked it. We enjoyed the art. It's great. We have... Oh, yeah. Got a real deal guy here. Boom. <laughs> Grading chart. Very cool. This is so cool. Simon got these printed for us. Uh, I think we're going to do a smaller scale for you guys at home. Yeah. Uh, what would you give this? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a C4. It's explosive. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go D6. Oh, yeah. So you think it's going to be bad. You pull it out and it's scrunched. It's going to be bad. You're like, oh my God, what did I do? But then you're like, oh, that's toast. Oh yeah, that's pretty good toast. That's toast. Crunchy. Yeah, I can agree with that. That's where I'm at. So yeah, I, we're going to put these on smaller scale for you guys, but this works for the show because you can see them. Yeah. So I graded right here. Yeah, I'd say C4. I, I think, I don't know. It was good. I enjoy my toast a little lighter sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I would, I, it would be interesting to see the story develop. I love how simple it is, but there I'm a kind of person where now I want to know everything about yeah, every yeah, part, yeah. even if it's just a side story of this, like what about these other superheroes? What about where were they when all this was happening? You know, even Batman, like I know Batman gets a little bit too much, but he was only in this part and this part. Yeah, where was he in between? Bat family. Yeah. Are they all, yeah. Are they all just dead? Is this an alternate universe where you never had a bat family? Like that's true too. It could be alternate universe. All right. So that is the review of Wonder Woman Dead Earth. I want to get to a point where we there's a way to do like an Amazon like wish list type thing, but like not wish list. It's like, hey, if you liked this book, you can get on Amazon, use this link. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll work on that later. I was that was on my to-do list. Next time I'll have it done. We got a lot of things working though. Before yeah. before we go and say goodbye, this is a relatively long episode, but I feel like once I edit it, it won't be that long. Once I take out all my X-Men hate. <laughs> Which is funny because I went to take a break. If you're watching the visual version on Patreon, you'll know that I had to take a potty break. But if not... You don't know. You, you don't get those no behind idea. the scenes. You have no idea. Uh, so speaking of Patreon, we have a Patreon that is going to be active now various tiers and again simon and i aren't trying to be rich off of anything but like there's things that we want to do like we want to do giveaways for you guys Mm -hmm. and i would like to you know curate some for me like comic books is a passion of mine so i would like to curate stories like someone hits us up like hey i like moon knight then i could curate a box of like the best moon knight stories and send it to you I, i i wouldn't like charge you for that but i would also need to have money <laughs> to do that yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. it's like it's expensive you know like hey lex I need, i'm a fan i support your patreon i like moon knight oh i got the perfect moon knight for you boom so we're the patreon is sort of to supplement some of the things we're gonna do simon mentioned to me the other day that he wants to do a monthly giveaway which i believe we are doing yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the type of thing like it would be easier for us especially shipping is the main thing yeah shipping shipping gets very expensive you know because we have people that are in the uk and people that are in all which is expensive for us to ship out that way um and so it's just we don't we have a website we've recently come into press access with companies like image warner brothers various smaller indie comic book companies which we want to you know highlight them on so we have a website now 
to, to pay for the domain name. It costs money. And like Simon and I aren't broke boys, but we're also like, you know, how do I explain to my wife that I am paying $200 for just a hobby? <laughs> it's just, yeah, right. it's like one of those things that's like, we also have to be adults about things. So it's like, we're not trying to cash in on you guys, but we're also trying to provide more of an experience for the podcast. So Patreon's right. active, various tiers, which I think are very good tiers, which are, and personally are way more than a lot of people do for their tiers, but- uh, They're happy tiers, yeah. you could almost say. Tiers of joy. <laughs> <laughs> if, you will, if you will. <laughs> but do me a favor, check it out. If you do enjoy the podcast, there is just a $3 tier, which is just showing support. Uh, think about the things that you waste $3 on. I think I lost $3 yesterday. Just, I have no idea what happened to it. You need a new wallet. I do. It's just a sweatpants with holes in my pocket. <laughs> in general, if you like the podcast and you want to see us do more of these things, um, that would be great. And so that's what the patrons there for. Don't ever feel obligated to do it. We're good. We're eating. I'm still buying comic books. I'm still, you know, buying figures. Yeah. We're good. It's just we would like to do more for you guys. So yeah, yeah. It's more, it's more of like it's gonna be a return on your investment. Yeah. The the more that you can handle the more that we can send things out, it's really send shipping. out more pictures. I mean, whatever. That's the yeah. thing. It's really shipping because, like, a lot of the stuff I want to send people. Like, I have a massive comic book collection full of books that I've enjoyed over the years that I am okay with parting with. But it's like, damn, save fifty people, five hundred people, hit us up. Like, hey man, you said you had those books. Where are they at? I'm like, well, that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean, for me to send something out as an act of kindness. So it's just kind of supplementing things like that and, and and speaking of like right now we're obviously going to try to make this open as much as we can yeah. but if expense is too much we might not we might have to exclude we might have to bring it into the u.s i don't know it just yeah. really depends well i'm going to say right um, now we're just going to do u.s uh, uh, yeah just because we we do have a, a very strong base in the uh, uk uh, we were like 75 ranked 75 on apple podcast in the uk but it's like that how when does that scale like i don't want it to get caught off guard mm -hmm. you know with That's with people saying hey we do support you guys we do want these things let's do it and then it catches up on guard so right now we're going to do just us if that's okay with you sam Oh yeah, it's fine. And it, but it, you know, if you want to throw some pounds our way, you know, we can maybe talk. we can make it work yeah, out. We can talk. And Simon and I are again aren't trying to get rich. Like, I'm a I'm a stickler for trying to make people happy. So I usually take the brunt of things just because that's me. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we we can make something work. If you are in the UK or you know a, a far region, you know places unknown, we can work it out. <laughs> you live in Themyscira so so how do they get to the Patreon Patreon will be linked probably in this show notes our website is very close to being done there's only a few more things that we're going to do to, to tinker with that and then that'll be up in all the show notes so uh, check that out you can also join our discord which is becoming a very strong community of pull heads as I think that's what we're going to call our community <laughs> just because I think it's funny and yeah, you could just join there. We talk about stuff all the time. It's not it's not overly preachy. We are we are it's really just a giant nerd out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those those are a couple of the new things that we got going on. Not to mention, you know, the music, the uh, you know, new cover art, 
Patreon. I feel like I'm missing something, but I think that's might be it. Yeah. I'm spending more time on on uh, on yes. my pictures, so I'm trying to really make them nice. So I won't be post- posting every day, even though I want to. I want to so bad. Like as soon as I'm done, I'm just like want to blow it out there. But uh, I want to give people time yeah. to like digest. <laughs> so I'll probably be slimming that down to once a week, not including Mesco Mondays, because that's just and I, not so to mention win shit. I don't know. Simon, if I'll ever win. Uh, one of our tier tiers <laughs> is. Uh, like trade, we're doing trading cards. Wednesday pull is trading cards, which are going to be some of his uh, toy photography. So we're going to try to make it more of a uh, not scarcity. You know, you provide more value. You don't want to overdo it. Give people, make them one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I took a hiatus yeah. from posting on Instagram. I just started posting random stuff. I was posting. You know, when we ended the podcast last year, which was a decision we made, just because holidays kind of suck. Coronavirus is still kicking everyone's ass and and it let us do these few things that we're working on but i just started posting random stuff online just things that i were in, i was interested in but i'm going to get back to posting a lot of simon's photography which we also gained a backlog from that because um you know i wasn't posting it so when you get back into that curated feed it's, it's going to be great i'm excited so yeah we got yeah. and not to mention we have other yeah. things that we want to do throughout the year we didn't want to hit you all with it at the first day but yeah, I'm excited. 2021 is gonna be lit as long as we don't. I'm excited for as it. long as we don't die. Yeah, if you guys could do us a favor and screenshot this while you're listening and post it on your Instagram and tag us, I would greatly appreciate that. We would. We're gonna have information on Simon's giveaway very soon, and uh, yeah, we have a giveaway in our Discord, which I haven't even figured out what I'm gonna do for this month's giveaway. Maybe just some comics, my favorite comics, or something like that. And um, but if you're in our Discord and it's like a rating system. That's how active you are. You get XP or whatever. If you make it to the top 10, you are able to have certain perks within a Discord. If you make it in the top five, you're entered into a monthly giveaway, which is going to be different every month. So yeah, if that's something you're into, that's a giveaway. we got a lot of stuff working. So keep an eye out. I appreciate you guys listening. It is so good to be back. It's good to talk to you, son. Yeah, prime time. It's good. So we will. We're circling the drain. That's the thing that I have to say. You have to say it. (laughs) And we will see you guys next time.